0: Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports, and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution.
1: And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary, and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us.
0: Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share light-hearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as
1: women. Hi, beautiful people. This is Erin, and uh, today we are doing something slightly different. We wanted to share with you and a workshop that we did recently um, around wounded energies and sacred energies and. Uh, How to feel good every day. Uh, This was part of our Awakening Your Goddess Mindset workshop series, and it was very well received by those who attended. So, we thought we would share it with you in the hopes that you would also find it useful. Thanks for listening. We are here to talk about how to feel good every day. And um, when we talk about feeling good, we're talking about energy, right? We're talking about how we show up in the world, um, how we engage with the world, how we feel within ourselves and within our bodies, but also like how we feel purposeful, right? Like part of, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I've had someone come to me and say, I just want to know what my purpose is. And my firm belief is that we don't have a single purpose beyond learning and growing and loving in this lifetime but we absolutely need to be living purposefully and we need to be intentional in the way that we approach our lives and that we understand that we're co-creating with the universe and and that's part of um part of what I stand for as a as a person but also in, inside of our business and so today we're going to talk a little bit about what universal energies are how they how they affect us and how we engage with them and then a little bit about why maybe we're not seeking the balance that we think we are. The first thing that I want to sort of talk about is the different types of energy that that we engage with. So when we're talking about universal energies, there's lots of different ways that that can show up. Um, We can be talking about elemental energies. So this comes through in things like our astrology charts uh, when we're talking about, you know, and at, at the moment, obviously, we are in the Pisces energy So we're talking about that sort of watery energy, the the watery elemental energy coming forward. Water signs are feminine. So we're also talking about feminine energy. And as Ali mentioned, it's the new moon. So we're also talking about lunar energies and how they play a part in who we are and how we are in the world. So it's really about understanding that actually for us to feel good, we need to understand how those energies impact us and how we can use them to best find our feet in the world, right? A, a new moon for some is the space where they feel really like it is that last release of the, the lunar month. It's the a time when they're sort of just coming out of that rest and they're starting to feel the turn of the the wheel into that abundant energy, into that growth and expansive space, um, it's a time to set intentions and move forward. And we talked a lot about that on day one, where we were sort of talking about the lunar cycle and how it plays a part for us. There's also obviously those, you know, those elemental energies. And if like me, you're a particularly earthy kind of a person, my energies, my my astrological chart has a lot of earth and a lot of um, water in it. And so sometimes I really need to be pulled into those more masculine, airy, fiery energies but also I can be really uncomfortable when those energies are in my face and I'm not good with. Them. So it's about understanding how they show up for us, what they do, um, what they mean, and how we can engage with them meaningfully so that we can feel better rather than allowing them to control us and, and fighting against them. The, the big thing that I see a lot and something that we explore a lot with our clients inside our program is that concept of almost like swimming against the tide right and that feeling that like if we're in a in a watery energy at the moment in pisces and it's a pisces new moon so it's extra watery um, which you know is a lot of emotion and a lot of discomfort around that stuff if you try and fight that if you try and shut all of that down you're going to feel really awful like it's not going to serve you to do that and that's where you need to understand like if you're not someone who naturally embraces those watery emotional kind of energies Finding a way to do that that feels good for you is really important. So, that's kind of roughly what we're going to be talking about today. But specifically, we're going to be talking about the the difference between masculine energies and feminine energies and sacred and wounded energies. And this is something that we've done workshops on, it's something we talk a lot about inside of our program. And it's something that we talk about a lot for ourselves as well. We, you know, engage with this. In a a, um, a regular basis inside of our own business planning and and how we do our work. And the thing that um, I really want you to to understand is that we all have sacred and wounded energies, and we all have masculine and feminine energies. And that doesn't describe or it doesn't determine how we are in the world. We get to determine that. That's our choice that we make, right? So the first thing that I want to sort of Talk about is like what are masculine and feminine energies, and what's the difference between a sacred energy and a wounded energy? The the masculine energies, these are like the doing energies, right? Masculine energy is very much focused on what am I doing today, what am I doing in the world, and um, when we are in the sacred masculine, those are the doing energies that allow us to thrive, right? So that looks like things like making decisions. Being really organised, problem solving, and setting boundaries, right? So those are very masculine kind of kind of energies, and in the sacred masculine, we are at a, we are really good, you know. We are in that space of yep, we're setting really solid boundaries. We're making good decisions. It's very much that like intellectual, if you like that conscious energy that we have is the the sacred masculine. The sacred feminine, that's the being. That's how we are in the world. So it's not what we do, it's how we are, it's how we're being. And the sacred feminine is the being energies that create ease and flow for us in our lives. So when we're talking about sacred feminine energies, it looks like connectedness um, with ourselves, the universe, other people. It's that allowing and expressing. So we're not pushing or striving for things. We're standing in our power and we're allowing it to come to us. Um, and it's also being really, really present in our bodies, right? So being present in the moment, being aware of what's going around us. And so that sacred feminine, it's, it is really about just focusing on how are we being. And when we're in that energy, when we're in either of the sacred energies, we feel great, right? But it is possible to overdo that and come out of so far out of balance um, or. You'll, you'll hear me reframe that shortly, but we'll use balance for now. When you come so far out of balance that it suddenly becomes quite toxic for you, right? If we get too far into the sacred feminine, for example, too much of that ease and flow and not enough of the masculine doing, we go nowhere. We end up stuck and then we don't feel good, right? And the the if we go too far into the sacred masculine and that doing and that striving movement forward, then we have no ease or flow and we head towards overwhelm really quickly. And so when we, when we overdo the sacred energies, that's when we move into the wounded energies, right? So sacred energies are really, um, activating. They make us want to, to move forward and those sorts of things and, and finding a balance or a harmony between the, the masculine and the feminine. That's really where we want to be living almost all of the time the wounded energies that come up. For wounded masculine, again, these are the doing energies, but they're the doing energies that overwhelm us. They're, they're exhausting, right? And that could look like things like people-pleasing. And I know that that is something that comes up for a lot of you. And it's it can be a little confusing if you haven't come across masculine and feminine energies before. People-pleasing is a real female-oriented sport, right? Like it is something that women are really, really good at. But it is actually a masculine energy because it is focused on what we are doing. And so, um, people pleasing is, is a wounded masculine overthinking, trying to control things. Like if we get into that really controlling mode, that is totally wounded masculine energy coming forward and it feels frustrated and anxious, right? Like you just, like you're not making any progress and you're kind of on that hamster wheel and that wounded masculine energy it is something that I think a lot of us experience as we start to understand that actually maybe there is more to life than what we've been told, right? It's that, it's that patriarchal systems coming home to roost and actually realizing that they don't serve us the way that we might like. And the wounded feminine is the other energy that, that we talk about. And and these are like the being energies that hold us stuck or make us play small in the world. Wounded feminine is very much like it looks like fear, It's the fear of failure. It's the fear of not being good enough. It's the fear of, um, for sometimes, it's the fear of success. It's the fear of rejection, um, those sorts of things. It feeds on insecurity. Um, And it's that self-sabotage stuff. It's the stuff that holds us where we are because the fear is ruling where we go. Right. So we're allowing the fear to be the thing that that leads us forward. And essentially it leads us forward into the same step we've just taken over and over and over again. So we never get anywhere. It also can show up sometimes as a little bit of neediness or that martyr kind of syndrome. And we see this in the wounded mother archetype, like the, the real wounded energies that come forward in the mother archetype where we serve and serve and serve and everybody else goes first. But then there's a little bit of martyrdom there where you're like, but you know, oh, I've spent all day running around after everybody else and nobody cares about me, but actually we've made a choice to do that, right? So it's it's the, those sorts of wounded energies and the difference really between sacred energies and wounded energies are that the sacred energies are when we're, like, really in alignment with who we are. We feel authentic. We feel empowered. We're activated Right. And we talked, I talked a little bit about that before. Like the sacred energies are really activating. And so, if someone comes along or like a situation comes along and we get into our own power around it, we set really good boundaries, we're like present, we're connected. We have been activated into that energy. The opposite feeling of that is being triggered. And I know that some of you will really recognize being triggered as a thing that happens to you regularly. It's definitely something that I've been triggered, like I've been triggered a lot in the past because it comes from that woundedness, right? It comes when we feel like our power is diminished. And so we go into old patterns of behavior that are really familiar but harmful, right? And it's really like when we're triggered, we're not in a space where we're helping ourselves. We're giving our power to someone else or to a situation and we're not holding on to our own power. So we don't have the ability to then um, step out of it with power, right? And Ellie talks a lot about getting into that, like that spiral, and it's really hard to get off the spiral once you're on. Um, And if we are in a wounded energy and if we're allowing that wounded energy to be what carries us forward, we'll stay on that spiral for ever and a day, right? But if we call back our power, if we activate ourselves into that sacred energy, that's when we can step off and say, actually, okay, I need to navigate my way back to where I was. Here's how I'm going to do it. So I'd love to know for each of you um, that are live with us um, and certainly on the replay, what, like, what do you recognize in yourself around those energies? Like, do you reckon, do you, do you sort of resonate more with the sacred energies or is it more of the wounded energies that are kind of coming up for you at the moment? Yeah. So just like drop that in the comments and let us know, but Essentially, what we're looking for, and this is what I was alluding to before, we're not looking for balance, right? Balance. We talk a lot about wanting a work-life balance. You know, we want that balance between, um, you know, being able to be with everybody else, but also time for ourselves and all of that sort of stuff. But actually, balance implies that things are equal, right? When we're balanced, we're we're able to hold. Things as they are, and the thing with energy is that it's fluid, like it's always changing. Right? Like energy doesn't disappear, but it moves through things, and we can move through energy. And so, it's really important to understand that actually, what we're looking for is a sense of harmony between the energies. Right? And this is something that I know um, when I first brought it up to to Ellie, kind of threw her a little bit. I think because I think she did genuinely think balance was the thing. Um, and I used to think balance was the thing that we were striving for as well. But I think now it's much more a sense of harmony. It's a sense of knowing what serves us most in this moment and how do I access that for myself, right? Because we're not, we're human. We're, we're constantly changing. We're constantly influenced by the people around us, by the situations we encounter. And and being able to um, know how to bring the right energy forward is Absolutely crucial to feeling good, even when things are turning to shit, right? And that is totally possible. It's when we get stuck in controlling how we feel and that wounded masculine control thing, and that that you know, that wounded sort of energy of I need to control everything, that's when we struggle to feel good, right? Because no, it doesn't feel good when we're holding so tightly onto something. And living, and living in that space of fear that it's going to let, like, that we're going to let it go or that it's going to change and we can't hold it, that, that doesn't feel good, right? Like, we want to feel easy. We want to feel calm. We want to feel, like, confident and and have faith that everything is going to work out for us. And that requires us to find the harmony for ourselves between the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine, in every moment. So Ellie, is there anything that you want me to expand on or anything that you want to add to any of that? I, from my, from my experience, definitely um, the wounded masculine was very
0: much where i lived if i look back on you know life as a whole which you know can't do particularly quickly but definitely that wounded that wounded masculine that controlling that need to you know just hold on so tightly to everything to need to know 25 steps ahead of where i actually you know was going to be and you know trying to just know exactly how everything was going to map out um needing to be really fully like in charge was where I spent you know most of my thirties, and you know certainly time before that, as I'm stepping more into this the work that we do and understanding the the difference between the energies, finding that harmony is so important because actually sometimes uh, and Erin and I have these conversations because Erin is, as she said, very, very feminine energies, so she is all about the being, all about the being, and I'm like sometimes. We actually have to do the doing because <laughs> i 'm a little bit more of the doing um and and it's really interesting how there is this need for for harmony like sometimes absolutely it is so important to just be to allow what is going to happen i mean my words for twenty twenty two are allow and release i mean you couldn 't get much more being if you could if you could possibly try because i'm so determined to break the control but um but actually being able to just be and allow things to happen. But at the same time, sometimes you actually need to get moving and you need to do the things, but it's doing it from a space of sacred energy. It's from a place of being able to do it using that divine power that you have, because then when you're taking action, you're taking aligned action. You're taking action that's actually going to help. You know, you're not just... um, I I love the fact that you talked about that striving energy, but I strive for years, you know, I had so many expectations of what life should look like, what should my career look like, what should I be as a mother, what should I be as a, you know, it was all about striving to hit these completely unattainable goals and then you fall short all the time and throw in a bit of perfectionism as well I mean you're completely screwed so you spend the whole time just not being able to know where you're going what you're doing and you're failing at it all and I remember having these conversations with friends being like god I just feel like I'm failing at everything you know I'm doing everything and I'm not doing any of it well and it wasn't until I was able to really understand that sometimes you need to step back and and sort of choose where you put that energy and sometimes it is the being and sometimes it's taking the aligned action and i think that's really important it's got to be action has to come from a place of divinity of sacredness whatever whatever word makes you feel the best but if you can do it from that space you're co-creating with the universe you're actually you know building life with with the other life force and then that's going to work out it's when you're trying to fight against it and go upstream it's really difficult and yet i spent a good 20 years in that space so if anyone is in that space I hear you, I see you, but also it can change. I promise you it can change, but you have to be willing to do things differently. And I think that's probably the biggest lesson that I've had with all of this stuff is that you can think the things, you can um, be the things, but until you actually really are willing to go all in and practice and do the work, yeah, you know, it's not actually going to change all that much. And you just go around, as I said, on that spiral, like we just, and it's when you've been able to, when you suddenly see yourself doing the same thing, it's like, shit, so I'm back here again. <laughs> Did I do this again? And it's so frustrating and it has to get to a point where you're like, right, I've got to, I've got to make changes. I've got to do things slightly differently. I love all the energy stuff. I think it's fascinating. Like I've learned so much in the last 12 months about it. It wasn't anything that particularly I knew about, to be honest, beforehand, but now I do. And I think what's really interesting when you have this awareness is you can start to see it in other people. Like if there are people around you that are struggling, if they're, um, you know, with everything that's going on in the world at the moment, you know, not wanting to get political or anything like that, but there is so much wounded energy out there at the moment, both masculine and feminine. Like it is, everybody's so deeply uncomfortable with what is actually happening. They just, they're so in that... Awful space, and until we are able to start to shift into that 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 sacred energy, find that harmony, you know, things are going to really are going to be challenging. But as you know, all of us doing our little bits, you know, we're all rising, raising the consciousness a little bit. We're all becoming a little bit more aware. But it helps when you feel. I think I talked about it the other day when you feel like people are judging you or expecting you to do certain things, or you know, you're, you're doing what other people want you to do actually if you can start to see that their thoughts and their ideas are quite often coming from a place of woundedness when we're trying to convince somebody to do something that we want or trying to convince somebody to believe something that we believe that is a wounded space one hundred percent that's not coming from a place of sacredness that's not coming up from a place of oneness that is coming from a deeply hurt place and I think when you can if you can see that you can then deal with it with a lot more compassion. But the problem is we've got woundedness dealing with woundedness and poof, it is not good when that happens. So um, if there's one thing I can encourage you all to do at the moment, it's really sort of tune into that that sacred energy that you have and have compassion for people who are struggling, for people who are in the wounded energy. It's really difficult. It's a, it's a hard place to be and um, and we need to be able to, to send them all lots of love. I might've gone off on a tangent there, Erin. But
1: that's okay. What I do want to say is that there will never be a point in this lifetime where you don't have wounded energy. Like there is, you you need to know that and you need to have no judgment on for yourself around how wounded energy shows up for you. You are human, right? Humans are inherently wounded beings. And some of the woundedness that we carry isn't even ours. You know, like we inherit energy from um, and, and woundedness from our, our ancestors, our parents, our, grandparents Um, we bring it from past lives into this life because we haven't dealt with it yet there's lots of different ways that wounded energy can arrive for us or show up for us and even when you've done the work and I know Ellie can attest to this because we've had this very recently navigating in our business when things sometimes you've done lots of work around something and you feel really good about it for like 10 years and then all of a sudden it pops up and that's just because we're consistently growing and learning and collecting new evidence of what is true for us and we're excavating all the time. And as we do that, we peel off new layers, right? We, we go a little bit deeper into who we are and how we are and how we want to be. And we, we're exploring our own truth all the time. And so when things pop up, Really practice that compassion. Really practice that self-kindness, that self-acceptance. I love myself, even though this is coming up for me. It's coming to teach me something. It's giving me an opportunity to heal, to grow, to explore more of who I am. And actually none of that is bad, right? All of that is very welcome as long as we don't sit in the shit, right? If it comes forward and you choose to sit in it, that's not okay. But if it comes forward and you choose to step into your own power around what you, what you are here for and what, what you want your life to be and who you want to be as a woman, then you are choosing to be in your power and to step into that sacred energy and navigate a way forward from a place of power. And that is what changes the world. And I think I love what you've just said
0: about that, that. The wounded energy, we we do, we have it always and it pops up and it's very irritating when you've done a load of work and you think you've nailed it. Um, and then it comes up again and bites you on the ass. It's like, great, dealing with that one again. But that is what happens and you get a little bit deeper and you clear a bit more out and it, it does lift and you get through it. But that's what the wounded energy does. It provides you an opportunity for learning. So every time you find yourself back at that point, it's like that's where you get to choose. You get to decide, how am I going to take this this information, these feelings, these emotions, what I'm going through at the moment and how am I going to use them to change the direction? It's kind of like you're at the fork in the road and it's like, right, I can either carry on the road I was on and I know where that goes. It's going to bring me pretty rapidly back to where I am or I can choose the other one, the one that's going to take me closer to my most authentic self, my truth, all of those things. And it's not an easy decision but and it has to be a conscious decision Like the subconscious, the unconscious will just keep on going down that road. Oh, we'll just keep going because it's the one we know. Oh, I've recognized time signpost. Oh, there's a tree just around the corner. That's the way I always go. I'm going that way. So it's kind of like you have to awareness. And that's why what we talked about yesterday with our process is like the first step is awareness. It's being able to bring yourself to that fork and be able to, to actually, A, understand what's brought you there, but then be able to make a decision, make a conscious decision about where you want to go, because we all have responsibility for our own lives like nothing that stuff happens around us all the time we experience things people share things with us like you know there's always external influences but how we respond to them how we choose to respond to them is totally down to us and we have total control over that only problem is it takes lots of practice and you have to be really aware of it <laughs> yeah
1: exactly we do actually have to work quite hard to do it yeah and we we can you're right like we can totally choose to stay stuck in that overwhelmed um familiar feeling of this is what I know and that's comfortable for me even though it's deeply uncomfortable because I know it and there's no fear here because actually I understand what's going to happen to to me and I'm choosing that path but if there is even a tiny little spark inside you that says, actually, I want something different. I do want to navigate a different path, and that's scary, but I really just don't want to be doing this anymore, then we absolutely believe that we can help you with that. Right? So, you know, we've spent all week navigating with you how we have made change in our own lives and how we have now taken our own experience and knowledge and all of the stuff that we've picked up along the way and pulled it into a business together that helps other women do exactly what we've done and um and go from that feeling of gosh I'm really stuck and I'm really I know this isn't what I want but right now I don't feel capable of changing it because what if I make make it worse or what if I go down the wrong path or You know, what if I'm not worthy of it being different? What if I'm just supposed to struggle all the time? We've both been there and we've both moved away from there. And now we're helping our clients do that. And the way that we do that is inside of our She Awakens program. And so we want to just share a little bit about what that looks like so that you know that actually there are options out there. And you don't have to stay in that space of being stuck and overwhelmed and um, feeling like you don't have the power to change because you absolutely do. And it's just about making a different choice for yourself, calling in the support that you need, whether that's in the physical human realm or in the spiritual realm. And then really like going all in on yourself and understanding that actually, like the, the program that we have designed is about bringing together your humanness and your spirituality so that you can create a much more authentic whole woman that engages with the world from a place of power, right? It takes the coaching that Ellie does, the healing that I do. It brings the light and the dark of who we are as humans having a, a, like, you know, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And it's important that we engage with all of that or we can't fully be authentic. Like we can't fully be in our power and be true to who we are if we don't engage with all parts of ourselves. And, you know, we we grew up in a world that said, actually, you need to worry about who you are physically and you need to worry about who you are mentally. Like we've had a lot of, you know, mental mindset stuff happening in the last few years where there's been a lot more consciousness around, actually, your mindset really makes a difference. We're starting to catch up on the emotional and spiritual stuff now. We're starting to see that actually trauma is a thing. Um, And it's not just from this lifetime. We inherit trauma. We collect trauma along the way. We bring trauma from past lives and from other experiences. And all of that stuff creates who we are now. And we're here to work through that. We're here to learn and grow. So um, Ellie's going to tell you a little bit more about what we actually do inside of the program. But That is one path that you can take. And if that is something that interests you, absolutely reach out to us. We would welcome a conversation with you about how you can make change. For you? I'm going to talk about the nuts and bolts because I'm the sort of person who likes to know that stuff.
0: So I thought I'd share that as well. Basically, it is a 12 month program. That is, that is our belief. 12 months is without a doubt the, the way to do it because it ties into my practice, practice, practice regime. We go through the same process monthly. We go through the self-mastery We go through the healing and we go through the expansion every month as a group, as this wonderful group of women who are all on the same journey, who are all on the path to making things different. And we explore things and we understand things and we learn more about ourselves. We have compassion for ourselves. We have compassion for others. And that is one of the reasons I love group work is because not only do you um, get the support of, you know, Erin and I, but you have the support of these other women who are on the same journey and they get it and they understand and they can hold space for you. And that is just a beautiful um, privilege to hold, you know, to create that this loveliness. I mean, that's the only way I can describe it. So we do group coaching every week. There's a group session every week. I start off the the month with self-mastery and we use different we have different themes that we have for each month. So the, the six that we have, we have wealth, relationship, spirituality, universe, self and work. So we have these six areas that, that we've looked at and we've sort of dived into it, And we know if you can sort of get these bits sorted, that covers most of uh, of our human existence. And we'll use the topic dependent on where we are with the astrological um, zodiac, the, the zodiac signs as well. So we use the energies that support each of them. And that's really important to what we do and what. I think we do very differently to others is that we are really using those universal energies we're really tapping into what is going on around us in order to make the maximum change because we know that we can make we can make changes on our own quite happily you can take re-listen to what we talked about yesterday take the steps you can do it on your own absolutely no problem and you can make huge gains in your life. What we do is we go deeper. You have both me, who is very much about the humanness, the, the beliefs, the, the shadows that we carry, the experiences you've had here and now in this lifetime. And then you have Erin to do all the, the extra stuff. And it creates this deep level of change. Like, it's just, it, it, it's incredible. So we have content packages that support all of this. So every month you'll learn about different star signs, you'll learn about different goddesses, you'll learn about different archetypes. We go into lots of information, mainly because it really interests us. And we think the more that we know about this stuff, the more you can start to pick and choose what you want to use for your journey. So Erin alluded to it earlier that one of her big things in life, and and I'm with her on this, I'll, I'll stand as her wing woman for it, is about making sure that women can have the spiritual experience that suits them. We're not going to be here and say, like, this is what we subscribe to. This is the only way. There are so many amazing things out there. We explore them all. And this is a space where you can literally bring whatever is coming up for you. And let's talk about it. Let's find out if that's true for you or not. Or have you tried this? Or, you know, it's a real open space of learning. Um, My love of learning is something I wish I'd known at school because I might have been slightly more successful. But as I've grown older, I've realised that as I just keep growing that knowledge, it's allowing me to expand. And that's very much where the expansion stuff is. So in terms of what we we do, um, the standard package is all of that access. We have a beautiful Facebook group where everyone shares what's going on and it's a really safe space to, to have you know, your energy held for you. Replays are always available um, if you're not able to, to turn up. We, we do the sessions at the moment at 9am on a Thursday morning New Zealand time. So that works globally at the moment. We'll probably have to do a little rethink once we get to clocks changing and all of that sort of stuff. But, but we're happy to navigate that and work out the best solution for, for the people involved in the programme we um we are looking at getting some guest experts in each month as well, so these will be topics from you know business um to past lives to whatever. I mean we've got so many wonderful people in our community already that I know are desperate to to talk and share what they do. That's going to be a really nice bonus that that we're able to offer to people. And, you know, because everybody likes to make sure that they're making the right decision, there's completely risk free option. You can sign up and you can join us and you can do all of the things for for 30 days. You come in and you join us. If you've shown up to all of it, if you've done all the work, if you've done the stuff and you've decided, actually, you know what, this is just not for me. Totally fine. You tell us we will refund what you've paid, you know, minus a small administration fee. Like, that's how much we believe our work needs to be out in the world. That We'll, we'll offer that up to, to anyone who joins us because it's important. We are so, we're so enjoying the people we're working with already. We can't wait to welcome more people into the group. It's a really special space. The way to, if you're interested, you know, we we will need to have a conversation. Everyone has to go through sort of like an application process because holding the, the energy in the group is really important to us. So if this sounds like something of interest, please Reach out, let us know. We would love to share a little bit more, find out if it's the right fit. As we've said, if you want to do this work on your own, also totally fine. We've shared with you this week lots of things to look into, lots of things to understand. But if you want to do it with a couple of people, you know, making little signs and and cheering you along, I can even get one of those really annoying, noisy things that make you know, that can spin. Um, But, you know, if you want that support.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. You can always mute me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do that all week. <laughs> yeah. Ellie, Ellie's absolutely right. I mean, I think the thing for me, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm honestly, like group work, when I first started sort of looking into getting support around, um, you know, my my mindset and my beliefs and all of that sort of stuff, group work terrified me. Like I was so afraid of looking like a an idiot in front of everyone around me. Right, like I didn't want to unpack anything. I was very surface level; just couldn't engage with it fully. And so I avoided group work for a long time. And the first group program that I went into, I went into it knowing that if everything that had happened up until that point had been limited by my own ability to engage fully, and the best way I can describe it is like you know when you go to a um, go to a gym for like a free free five weeks like pt thing or something like that like or a free free challenge for a week and you have all the access that you want and it's all really great And you have someone stepping beside you and giving you a program and they walk you through it and then you're like awesome this is great i i am not really prepared to pay you to keep doing this because i think i know everything i need to know and then like a month later they give you a call and they're like hey how you going you know, how's that, how, how's the program like continuing? And you're like, yeah, I don't, I've been once since I saw you last. And you know, like I've been there too, like where I've, I've said, yep, yep. I know exactly what I need to know. And then it's not lack of motivation that stops me from doing it because I'm motivated for the change, but I allow fear to lead the way forward. And that keeps me stuck. And I, every time I stumble, that's when I, I, I'm I like, oh, I can't keep pushing through this. I have to come back. And we talked about that when we were setting intentions rather than goals and the fact that it's not a linear journey. Sometimes stuff does come up, you know, and sometimes it's life. Sometimes it's, you know, things that are happening around us and we allow those to be the things that turn us around and send us back to where we started from. And if, you, you know, if you've ever been on a diet and done really, really well and then something's happened or you're like, oh, I've got this, I'm totally fine, I don't need that program that I was doing anymore and then suddenly here you are, two kilos heavier, heavier than you were when you started and you're like, how did that even happen? What we're saying is that you can. some people will succeed that way. Some people will keep going and some people will keep making ground, but some people won't. And if you're someone who is honestly looking at yourself and going, I just don't think I can by myself or I'd give it a damn good try, but I don't have the level of confidence that I'd like around that. Reach out and talk to us because we've both been there in various ways. And absolutely the game changer for me was being called out by someone that was saying, are you blocking yourself? And I was like, um, no. <laughs> but actually no, yes. yes. <laughs> and you know, and I was blocking myself. I didn't go into group work because I was afraid that other people would see how much I was struggling. But all I was doing was holding myself in the struggle by not going into the group work. And so I really want to encourage you even if it's deeply uncomfortable to talk to us. Group work isn't for everybody, and it might not be for you right now, but we genuinely believe that one of the best ways that we can make change in the world and the way that we can support women is to provide a group situation for you to come in and navigate your shit alongside everybody else's right because we all have it and the more that we see it in others the more that we accept it in ourselves and then we can start to do the work all of that stuff it's
0: this week has been so much fun about sharing all of the the things that we believe there's so much opportunity out there like things are shifting in the world there is things are changing and that's really exciting and I really encourage any of you who are you know thinking that things are going to be different and you know everyone's written their intentions up this week and have been you know sharing those ideas on how to to make the changes you know keep going with it like now is a great time the energy is changing it is an opportunity for us all to 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 be better to do better um and to support each other better that's at the end of the day what it's all about um i will just throw in we say it's a 12 month program we absolutely believe in the 12 months but we also know that some people are like I don't know where I'm going to be in 12 months time um so we do have a six month option for people um who might feel a little bit more comfortable w- with that at the moment so um so that's something that we've we've talked about a lot recently and and that's certainly a a, a very popular um option with people we have been talking about who just might feel like 12 months is just a little bit too much to be thinking about and I can totally understand that because sometimes 12 months does feel a lot but we yes. still believe that you know having Having us in your life
1: for 12 months? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 12, 12 minutes might be long enough for some of them. Genuinely, though, like that 12 months is key to um, to what we believe is, is the best way forward. But six months sometimes is enough to go through the process and understand, actually, I do want to keep going or maybe I need to take a break from it. And, and that's perfectly fine. Like we understand that the program is open all the time. Right. We don't um, we don't say, you know, you have to wait until we're out in the world launching it or, or whatever. It is open all the time. But when you sign up during a launch like this, um, like where we've done the workshops and we've started the work and all of that kind of thing. There are lots of bonuses to signing up inside of that space. Um, And one of them is that you get a and hefty discount on the actual price of the program. But you also get to start at a place where there's a whole pile of people coming in. Who are starting at the same place and so you know you don't have to have fear around where you're at in your journey um, and where others might be it's not a race and it's not a comparison situation what it is is an opportunity to create the sisterhood that supports you in the work that you need to do and the work that they need to do and you know I certainly recognize how important that is thank you for being here appreciate you
0: You've been listening to Shears Wise with Ellie Bell and Erin Hodson. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.